Howdy, y'all. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> that was specific to that episode. That's true. That's true. Uh, I am Jep. Welcome back to Barnacles. How you doing, Devin? I was doing fine until you sullied my introduction. That was so well-timed from the last episode. I mean, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm sorry I sullied your, your day. But. <laughs> you sullied my good name. Sullied it. Sullied it. Oh, man. And we have a special guest, my good friend, Will Goodwin. How you doing, Will? I'm doing well, Jeff. It's really wonderful to be here. Thank you. You, uh, you grew up on SpongeBob, right? Oh, absolutely. Man, I, I made it a priority every day to sit down in my playroom and just watch <laughs> as many episodes as either I could or my parents would allow me to. That's because good. they didn't want you watching TV for that long or they just could not stand hearing another minute of SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I thought it was a beautiful symphony of sound, so it, it must not have been that they couldn't stand it. That's, that's a fair point. I will admit that in this, this first episode, uh, SpongeBob was a little grating at points. Yeah. We're finally starting to relate to Squidward. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, SpongeBob is the best. There's no problems at all. I'm not a Squidward. <laughs> before, we, before we jump into anything, I, I'm, I am curious, Jep, I was listening to uh, the last recording that you guys just released, uh, and I, I, I have a question from it. Um, were you ever able to get to the bottom of the butterfly kisses question? <laughs> yeah, um, I tried that. I think that she took it a lot better than John's wife did. <laughs> <laughs> She knew the phrase butterfly kisses already. So like okay. I asked her. That's a good starter. Well, that is, and she knew. So so that was part of it. I don't know if I asked her that before I tried it, but, or afterwards, but yeah, no, it, she took it well, so. Yeah, Very good. You would, you would have had to go through an extra step than John did, because you got to take your glasses off. Yeah, mm. yeah, I do. So something's clearly up yeah. uh, with my eyes if I'm doing that. So she didn't try to hide under the blanket and like push you away nothing no, like that just john i wish gotcha. that people could have seen that unfold but sadly this is an audio medium so oh man i the two of them are just an amazing pair because john is is so ridiculous and i had a strong feeling that india was not going to be about it because <laughs> she she was not going to put up with his his malarkey and it was great. I think that's, you know, that's definitely a, a feather in the cap of Sarah, just the champion willing to go along with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, so this is the April Fool's Day episode. I guess we should start out with, does anybody have any funny April Fool's stories? I feel like I don't, but when we were starting to watch this episode, Sarah said that I could mention that her parents' anniversary, they got married on April Fool's Day. Oh, no way. I don't know <laughs> if that legally counts as a marriage or not, but. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> wow, her parents did? Yeah. That's a that's bold choice. Awesome. 
I don't personally have any really good memorable stories. However, um, as it turns out, my wife's father was born on April Fool's Day. So he, and he loves making jokes. He's, he's a jokester. And so he has made it his mission every year to accomplish uh, some elaborate April Fool's joke. Um, so Audrey has shared a couple with me and so I'll, I'll only repeat one. It's middle of the night, uh, there, everyone's asleep and he runs through the house screaming, uh, there's something wrong with the microwave. The house is going to explode. What? And this is like when, you know, Audrey's a kid, um, <gasps> her older sister has someone sleeping over, like he's just, he's running to everyone's room to get them to get out of the house. And so everyone's panicking, running, getting out of the house as quickly as they can, except for the friends sleeping over. And so everyone else is outside the house. Audrey's older sister is screaming into the house. Come on, get out of the house, get out of the house. And the, the friend just like kind of shouts from the room. It's April fools. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, her Audrey's dad goes to some pretty extreme lengths to uh, achieve April Fool's glory, um, but yeah, so that's that's the story. <laughs> wow, yeah. I love that the friend who does not know the dad <laughs> nearly as well, right, <laughs> picked up on the fact is like this is a prank. Do they not realize this? Yeah, I was like, you're gonna pick any appliance in the house to explode the house and you picked the microwave <laughs> yeah i just feel like though you know the stakes are high enough it's like okay i'm, I'm walking out of the house you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna screw <laughs> the panic but you know i'm just in I'm, not case. Gonna, I'm not completely betting my life on my, <laughs> oh this is an april fool's joke but <laughs> jeff have you ever pulled a prank um oh that's a good <laughs> question i probably have if I, did I never pull one on you when we lived together? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think you, even if you would attempted, I just don't imagine that would have worked. Yeah, I probably have pulled a bunch of simple little things that don't even qualify, but. <laughs> yeah, oh man. Cause I know like, yeah, there was, I feel like I talked about it. I, talk, I talked about like when I did the Chromecast prank on you yeah, that was really funny. You were in the bathroom, and I was trying to play a video for Sarah, and it pulled up. What was it? Hide your kids, hide your wife. Was that? It? I think that was one. I did the He-Man one, uh, where it's like, uh, "What's going on?" Oh yeah. Then there was yeah, just, nobody got time for that. Just all those, all those like people being interviewed on local news, and then it turns into a song. Like, <laughs> Right. I would never have figured out what was happening, but <laughs> I feel like I've never Chrome had Chromecast or anything. So. <laughs> I feel like Chromecast really opened up a lot of doors to pranks. Yeah, it was such a great prank. Oh, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy a good prank. You know, we talked about during the Halloween episode how I, uh, most of our childhood, I would scare the pants off Dylan. And that led to some uh, permanent scars. Not physical, just emotional. Don't worry, oh, nothing well, physical. Emotional scars um, are fine, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. Personal traumas, <laughs> no issue at all. Those, those don't carry on for life. 
right like what's the what's the little t if it's not going to be a capital t trauma you know right exactly exactly um but when spongebob was like pulling all of his pranks and it was it was the ice prank the ice Mm. prank that made me like connect yeah um i thought about a prank and uh y'all y'all know uh winston from new girl how he's prank sinatra yeah and his pranks are either way too big or way too small well (laughs) fortunately i've never done a prank that was way too big but i did one that was way too small but it was still perfect i um it was like a few years ago we were out it was like group of friends and um we had ordered some pizza from the restaurant uh, that was like right next door and they were going to bring the pizza to us and so i was the one to go and place the order well, one of the um, friends that were there just did, was not a fan of vegetables. Like he didn't want, he just wanted meat only on his pizza. So when I walked over to go place the order, I was like, hmm, I've got an idea. So I talked to the person that was taking the order. And I said, hey, do you think the pizza chef, the guy making it is like, would be a fan of a prank? And he's like, yeah, he, he loves pranks. So I was like, can he place a single pepper on the pizza just one single slice of pepper and he's like yeah definitely Uh uh-huh and so he baked this meat pizza this like sausage pizza with one and so when when the when the guy like is eating the pizza he finds the pepper and is like oh what's this pepper doing here and i don't know he might have eaten i think he ate it and just like kept kept on moving but as like as he discovered it i like you know start snickering and then i reveal my grand prank and telling them what happened i am laughing hysterically and everybody else is like wait that was the prank you just got them to put a pepper on there and so (laughs) it wasn't they it wasn't that the prank was diabolical it was just like so simple but it's still to this day, not just for me, but you know, everybody else that was there, just they, we all still laugh about it. I mean, honestly, I think that that one pepper, just the one would have been worse for me just to be like, are you kidding? This, this. <laughs> See, that was the goal. I yeah, wanted no. it to be like, I wanted I was, no vegetables. Why is there a vegetable? I was your audience. I wasn't there. Man, <laughs> next time. It was the wrong will, yeah. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> okay, so jumping into the SpongeBob episode. Um, <laughs> okay, so SpongeBob wakes up and he's excited that they are moving and becoming peasants <laughs> who only eat salted, mashed up clam shells, which, by the way, would have killed Gary since he is a snail. Oh, all, oh yeah. snap. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I guess Gary knows that, so he wasn't going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> when jokes but, go too far. Yeah, that, that almost went too far. <laughs> this could have been a different episode if he had taken a bite. But oh boy. <laughs> no, okay, so it's April Fool's Day and Gary's just like, Yeah. Yeah. He was upset though. Like yeah, when he tried, thought they right. were gonna become peasants, he was no my lifestyle. I feel like this is a classic moment when like a parent is playing a trick on a kid and like just the kids being tortured. <laughs> mm, yeah. 
Yeah. I ate all your Halloween candy. Kind mm. of yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boy, yeah. I I was impressed because I've, I've we've talked about how intelligent Gary is. Gary was smart enough to understand what was happening, or at least what SpongeBob was trying to like portray that they were going to have to leave everything behind and eat salt the clams. And Gary was devastated. Like if I did that to my cat, I don't think she, she would just look at me and just like unfazed it's like what yeah this wasn't the know. like book reading gary that would have been like oh spongebob you silly <laughs> and this was like a medium intelligence gary but <laughs> it was gary early in the morning give him a break he was he mm. just woke up spongebob <laughs> i i don't really understand he pulls pranks on himself i guess he gets out a giant glass of tea or something and then pours like he just created work for himself I mean, but I gotta, I gotta respect SpongeBob for this one though. Like the whole lemonade experience, because most of the time we only pull pranks for the reaction of other people. Mm. But SpongeBob is just doing it for his own satisfaction of April Fool's Day. You got to be able to take it if you can dish it out. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just pulls out a mirror. You know, April Fools. <laughs> to me. <laughs> okay so squidward, squidward wakes up and uh here's spongebob laughing and he sees the calendar and he has this great line when he calls mr krabs he says i can't come in today i caught something terrible i caught sight of the calendar <laughs> <laughs> mr krabs is immediately ready just totally unfazed yeah. Oh, there's an art dealer here who's going to give you art, who's going to name you Artist of the Month. <laughs> He's in on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that Mr. Krabs was, was in on it. And the fact that Squidward was so quick to believe it, mm. like his, he, well, he thinks his art is great. He, he thinks he's the best subject. Did y'all notice the like jack frost looking squidward in the background with like the blue eyes and the mustache and no <laughs> he had some weird ones yeah, yeah. he had a very right. impressionistic one and the very uh like a sailor one right so he just he 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 bought it hook line and sinker and uh he knew it was april fool's day yeah he just established that it right. was about favorite holiday that's just how bought in he is to his own delusion of grandeur as an artist. <laughs> yeah, indeed, absolutely. So he deserved this prank. <laughs> oh man, SpongeBob's like he told me to tell you. <laughs> oh, and Squidward just quits. I, I guess Squidward's trying to do a prank here, but he's like, "That's it, I quit." I saw it as a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question because like I thought about it, I was like, is he trying to pull the prank or is it again, just talking about this, you know, delusion of, of grandeur. Like he thinks he's so great. He was so hyped up that when it was pulled out from under him, he was devastated and didn't want to do it anymore. Like just couldn't work there mm. any longer. Like, which one was it? So deeply trying offended. Get, was he trying to guilt trip or was he just actually done? I don't know. I think he was trying to get SpongeBob not to pull any more pranks on him that day, I guess, which is what ends up happening. But yeah, yeah but the way he said it sounded like he wasn't entirely serious, but I don't know. But yeah, SpongeBob is crying and he's like, I won't pull any more pranks on you. I got plenty of other people. And Mr. Krabs sits on a whoopee cushion 
Mr. <laughs> Grabs is a good sport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we get this like montage of pranks. So there's uh, the customer who's like, uh, which one is the, the fork? And he's like, that one. And she pulls out a spoon. And this is a spoon. And, you know, April Fool's. And then she's like, oh, that's funny. And then just walks away with the spoon. <laughs> yeah. Is it, are they not labeled? Or is she just too lazy to look and see? <laughs> They're not always is, labeled. Is it because she's old and she can't see that well? Then, then that mm. I can understand. Yeah, but, we don't want to be ageist here. Right. I think but, it was because they just set that up for this episode and they've never had a <laughs> fork, knife, and spoon place ever before. Yeah. No, I, I mean, don't know. just like that, that salad bar that we never see again. Also, a question, I mean, I guess maybe for the salad, but I was wondering, what do you use a fork, knife, or a spoon for at a burger place? I guess if you, you know, if you get a shake, you can still use a straw. I mean, there's, there are some, there are some monsters out there that eat their burgers with <laughs> knives. I don't know what the spoons are for. Yeah, they got some weird other stuff on the menu nobody ever orders. I don't know if they have a salad in this one or a I shake. I mean, there is that pizza, you know, the Krabby Patty pizza. It's true. We don't deliver. <laughs> we don't, but you do. <laughs> and then SpongeBob is taking somebody's order, and then he, uh, he's like, "What's over there?" And the guy turns around. He turns. SpongeBob turns around. He has a drawing of a smiley face on his back, and the guy says, "Hey, where'd that other guy go?" <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, the, the face wasn't even that realistic, though, but yeah, no. it, it, he bought it. <laughs> it's impressive if you drew that on your own back, but other than that, <laughs> it's not very impressive. <laughs> and then the greatest prank uh, that we've already alluded to, that a guy asked for a couple ice cubes, and SpongeBob <laughs> takes it very seriously. Okay, yes. <laughs> a couple of ice cubes coming up. This... This is the kind of prank that I could see myself doing because it's just so good. <laughs> yes. His laugh, oh man. Because he, he completely stops laughing whenever the guy looks at him. Just... <laughs> yep. And just the building tension of that guy of like, what did you do to my drink? <laughs> well, he, he, assumed, he assumed something nefarious. Yeah, you poisoned it. Yeah. So then when he tells them, the guy's like, hey, I guess that is pretty funny. <laughs> and starts oh, laughing. No. Yeah, just such relief. <laughs> but I only put in one. <laughs> Speaking of pranks, I watched a YouTube video of that one time, but it was back a few years ago. I don't know if you remember this YouTube trend, but it was like, you know, the tension's building, and then you ask for a couple of ice cubes, but I only put in John Cena. Oh do, do, gosh. Yes. But <laughs> Glad that's not a thing anymore. Um, yes. We can watch our YouTube videos in peace now. But <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that and getting rickrolled. Mm. Yeah. Never well, gonna give nice. you up. Never gonna let you down. SpongeBob. <laughs> Pulls his tongue out for whatever reason. Or... The tongue pops out. Yeah, it jumps. He's laughing so hard that it just, that, that feels like it hurts, but he's a sponge. Things grow back, so I'm not worried about it. So it doesn't grow back. <laughs> oh, no! 
<laughs> oh, I can't wait for that episode. Yeah, oh, that's one of the best. But he says to the tongue, hey, your shoe's untied. Hey, April Fools, you're not wearing shoes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how this tongue operates. It has its own face, so that's... Apparently it has its own brain, too, and, it, you know. Wait, do you think that because it's a sponge tongue, when it popped out, it grew all those things separately? So when it's a part of the main sponge, it doesn't have the, the mouth and the face and all that, but once it's separate, it grows it because sponge. Hmm. Ah, then over time, like another SpongeBob would have would have been there. Yep. Consulting oh, yep. my science history knowledge, <laughs> that is how budding works. Yes. Mm. He can does reproduce by budding. by budding. Can you? Can you? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Squidward's washing dishes with napkins stuck in somewhere. I don't. I don't know where. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to his brain. And he decides to pull the most mean-spirited prank. He puts mm. mustard in the middle and SpongeBob, being a good employee, goes to clean it up. And then he gets tied up and flung around, slams into walls through somebody's butt. I don't know if it was bubble bass or not. It looked no. like it might be. No? It's like kind it was, of. It was, they, they, they might know each other. But... Maybe a cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is they might be bubble buddies. Yeah. They might swim in the same school of fish. Ooh, exactly. Like the same exactly. pod. Mm. <laughs> so everybody is against Squidward for this because he SpongeBob falls into a trash can, then he slides out and he's crying and everybody's upset at Squidward. They're like, April Fools, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody I mean, said terrible prank. Yeah. Yeah, this I mean, so cruel. I mean, SpongeBob is just utterly humiliated in front of so many people. Yeah, I mean, I'm just glad he didn't like pull a carry and just massacre everybody in the room. <laughs> if anybody is unfamiliar with that that reference, it's an '80s movie where a, a teenage girl with psychic powers gets pranked at the prom and then she kills everybody. Oh yeah! Wow. I was not familiar with that. Thank you. Yeah, I had a feeling. I was like, this this is a lot. The reaction is lacking here. I don't think everybody gets it. Let me just fill you in. <laughs> it's not my typical movie uh, taste. I've actually never seen it. I just know about a lot of pop culture. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody said, uh, that guy has some issues to work out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Indeed. But we get Squidward, um, his first attempt at saying the word sorry, but uh, <laughs> you can't get it out. So, uh, yeah. So he goes to knock on SpongeBob's door, and he, but he sees a Krusty Krab hat. Just mm. uh, yes. <laughs> starts apologizing and returns about Patrick digging for whatever reason. <laughs> digging? He's impressed. I mean, gotta give. <laughs> I, that was one of the best lines in in this for me. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be the best joke. Got to give the props to SpongeBob SquarePants TV show for for acknowledging mental health. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they've been doing a good job uh, with issues lately. The Texas episode we talked about how that was Sandy's a woman in STEM, and then <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is a good uh, good show. Impressed. And by what? 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I guess he's not mixing up the words impressed and depressed. He thinks SpongeBob is crying tears of joy because he says it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. This whole time I've thought he was meaning to say depressed, but you're right. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it could be either way, I guess, but <laughs> well, Squidward's head so funny. Yeah. Oh man. Squidward's head exploded. Can we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> First. So like he just does he does not apologize often, especially to SpongeBob. Hmm. No. So that's just the worst thing. It's like when uh, when Leslie tries to apologize to that guy from Eagleton in Parks and Rec, like she just can't apologize. She's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she like steps outside to try to practice it. Yeah, it's it's that bad. Her head doesn't explode, but no. Yeah. I feel like all humor started with SpongeBob and then just everything else is just <laughs> referencing SpongeBob. No, First, there was nothing. Then there was SpongeBob. <laughs> there was yes. no humor. And then SpongeBob. <laughs> okay, so here's what all Squidward does. He writes a message in a bottle and then stands not one foot away from SpongeBob and rolls <laughs> to him. <laughs> I can't. I don't have a bottle opener. So that's the end of that one. <laughs> Then he whispers in a can with a string uh, connected to another can, and then Patrick is flossing with it. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, Squidward finally musters up the courage, but then he pulls a bubble at the last second, puts it on his head, and SpongeBob can't hear him. <laughs> He's like, nope, doesn't matter. My conscience is clear. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> because we hear uh ghost patrick say it must have been pretty good to make him cry like that and another ghost <laughs> says april fools jerk and then his mom yes oh mother <laughs> mrs pinnacles you stupid which mother? means she was there earlier at the crusty crab <laughs> i guess so yeah oh boy yeah that are just like his his mother was just overbearing and his psyche just connected <laughs> that it sounded just like my mother i mean it was a pretty grisly voice <laughs> yeah there, both of these episodes have a woman with a very grisly voice uh yeah oh man squidward looks a lot like his mom i see where he gets his <laughs> his forehead really uncanny mr krabs does too yes bob is <laughs> not but <laughs> Yeah, he looks like a uh, he looks like a, a good mix between his parents, except for the whole square thing. Yeah, he's it's a different a recessive. We talked about that being a recessive trait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So Squitter finally pours his heart out. He's like, "I like you. I like living next to you. I even like Gary and Patrick and all of them." Um, wow. Squitter opens the door, or SpongeBob opens the door, and he's like, "Wow, is all that true?" Which means he must have known squidward hates him <laughs> at least, at least after that prank <laughs> that's true that's true maybe that's a newfound thing he thinks but he's squidward's like just don't tell anybody i said that and then spongebob reveals that everybody in bikini yeah. bottom is in his house yeah april but, fools but what about the lima bean in the car chase oh don't yes even the part about the lima beans in the car chase i'm so glad you brought this back Devin. Yeah. <laughs> i was like we can't skip the lima bean in the car chase 
I'm like, uh, where did where did that come from? Like, is that real? Like, <laughs> I think he's just messing with Squidward's head. Complete foolishness. Genius. <laughs> Squidward acts like he won, and he just runs back. Oh, I got y'all, April Fools. I don't know when SpongeBob hatched this plan that he was going to prank Squidward like this, but I mean, I I gotta ask, like, do you guys think this was SpongeBob's plan from the beginning? And that is, I've I've wrestled a lot with that question, Will. Um, yeah. I don't know how to answer that. I it's it's really been it's 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 been tugging at my heart. Yeah, thinking about this. <laughs> it's <laughs> my thought. Yeah, my, my thought is that he was genuinely upset. Like he was actually hurt because that prank the school pool again was cruel. Hmm. But I think just at some point, someone came to check on him. I came to check on SpongeBob and like maybe Patrick and, and that's when the plan started to come together. And it's like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm, and SpongeBob just bounces back, you know? He, mm-hmm. he absorbs it, he's a, like a sponge. Absorbed it like some sort of spongy material. Um, so yeah. he bounced back easily. That, that's a good theory. He would have to have a very cynical view of human nature, or I guess octopus nature, to have planned this all along. But yeah. 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 I don't know if SpongeBob's that diabolical. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, I mean, if he did plan it from the start, he's perhaps one of the greatest pranksters of all time. But yeah. I think Jeff, you make a really good point. Like I, I think SpongeBob is far too just filled with joy and kindness in his heart to to really be behind such a di- diabolical was a great word uh, plan. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now I, I have a question. As Squidward was, you know, he was he got his actual apology out, and he's like, "I love, love, you know, I like li- living next to you and and all that stuff." Did anybody else notice that during all the other like apology attempts, like while Squidward's standing outside, his house and Patrick's house are nowhere to be seen. Yeah, they're not in the background. That that is that is so true. In a couple of different scenes throughout the show, like it's their just houses like, just disappear. Where where did they go? Yeah, they they definitely take some shortcuts in their drawing every once in a while, but. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> no, no, no. we'll just we'll just say that it, it's a it's a certain angle we're looking at yeah that's what I think. yeah the, their houses are just out of frame yeah yeah well we always say that everything has an explanation we just might not understand it but right <laughs> yeah absolutely because spongebob is flawless yeah and yes. there is no inaccuracies or plot holes or anything this is an airtight, watertight. It's a watertight mm. show. Except for Sandy's Treatum, yeah. Mm. It's airtight. It's airtight, it, you're right. It, that's the one part of Bikini Bottom that's airtight. It may play by its own rules of logic, but it has rules. Exactly. And that's, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so best quotes in this episode. We had, I caught sight of the calendar. We mm. had um he's impressed we had you stink <laughs> uh any others i'm forgetting um i mean I, go ahead. you go Devin. No, no no i don't i don't i don't think i have anything else okay while it was in the midst of a terrible moment 
I, I did have a deep appreciation for Squidward's statement of April Fools, you little sausage. Oh no. You little sausage. Wow. I guess I mean when he came out of the trash can, he was in the shape of a sausage. Was, yeah, a little little like a little Vienna sausage link. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want some sausage now, to be honest. But yeah. <laughs> oh, you asked for a couple of ice cubes and only put in one. That's a great one. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, peasants. We're gonna be peasants like that. <laughs> I forgot about that opening. That was great. He had a a whole mask and hat to go with it. Yeah. Or beard. Yeah. (laughs) Just like his Leif Erikson Day costume. (laughs) (laughs) So, Will, how many... uh, Let's see. How many um, untied shoes is this episode? That wasn't the best one, um, but uh, I'll, I'll go with it. It's in it's in the it's in the air. We yeah, got yeah, yeah. I will I will say, for me, this was. I'll, I'll throw down a, a four and a half, untied mm. shoes. Well, yeah, strong episode. Yeah, I Not really enough. liked it. Yeah, no, I I, I really liked the uh, the simple humor that kind of was sewn throughout um and on top of that you know i just i really liked ultimately you know seeing squidward go through this grueling process of trying to apologize trying to make amends to spongebob because it it just never happens Mm -hmm. there's there's just always this tension between them particularly from squidward towards spongebob and to hear him confess, just like I'm, I'm gonna go to any length to make this okay. It's like, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> All right, Devin. Yes. How many? How many ice cubes would you give Ooh, this episode? How a many couple, ice well, cubes? You can only answer a couple or one. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Um, you asked for five ice cubes, but I only give it three because I'm giving it three ice cubes out of five. Oh, very um, good. I yeah, I feel like it's definitely a good episode. I I don't know. It's it it wasn't. I mean, there was definitely good jokes throughout, uh, but yeah, they just it it didn't have the the same like power as some other episodes, at least even just this season. Mm-hmm. But I just think, yeah, I think I think it's solid middle of the pack for a SpongeBob episodes. So I'm gonna give it three. And, oh, I also, I, I meant to mention this earlier, but yeah, I guess this is, this is good times any. The, something I noticed about the animation, the animation for this episode, it just feels like, you know, as the season has progressed, you know, the animation has gotten better, which naturally just makes sense for any cartoon because you get more money and higher budget and can do better with animation and technology improves. 
but yeah, it just, I was just thinking about the way this episode looks compared to earlier episodes. I was like, wow, this is, it's starting, it's starting to really come together. You know, we're starting to get into those, those, uh, you know, the, some of those best episodes, the way those are animated, we're getting closer to that point. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for season two. It's going to be fun. Oh boy. We're almost there, Jephthah. Almost there. Almost there. All right. And Jephthah, mm-hmm. how many lima bean car chases <laughs> out of five? Okay, so you think the lima beans were driving the car? I, I, I don't know. I just know that it's a lima bean and the car chase. So it sounds like it could be two separate things, but it could also be a, a car chase that involves lima beans. Yeah. Maybe they were driving. Maybe the car chase was four lima beans like they were chasing a lima bean truck because yeah, they, they were in the back they installed there's there a lot there's there's a lot of possibilities really good points yeah yes yes yeah. how many of those yeah. lima bean car chases um, do you give it? uh 3.7 lima bean car chases okay yeah i guess that's splitting the difference of y'all but um yeah strong episode laughed a good bit a couple moments that uh stand out as some great season one moments but overall not one of the strongest episodes but um yeah i enjoyed this one yeah good holiday episode right on neptune spatula is the second half Um, yeah so we start out with uh the the king arthur excalibur story about the sword and the stone except this is a spatula in a greasy pan at a museum yes but what kind of spatula a yes Devin. Spatula. yes <laughs> the golden spatula have i have i mentioned the golden spatula in terms of spongebob battle for bikini bottom oh i think so okay yeah well were, were you did you play games growing up i i did play games but um and I, I have a vague memory of playing Bikini Bottom, um, the Golden Spatula, but there was a rule in my house that we weren't allowed to uh, have, for a very long time, we weren't allowed to have uh, single player games mm. because me and my brothers would always fight. <laughs> <laughs> and so my parents made a rule that we had to have we had to have multiplayer games so that we could all play together. Oh boy. Yeah, I circumvented that by making my, just plugging in an extra controller and giving it to my brother for the single <laughs> player games and be like, yeah, like I'm playing, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm, you know, swinging my Keyblade around as Sora I got Donald and Goofy as my NPCs. And I was like, Dylan, do you want to be, do you want to be Donald or Goofy? And he's like, I want to be Goofy. I was like, all right, let's go get him. And you can't even see Goofy on the screen because I'm fighting in another part of the room. And I'm just like, you got him, Dylan. Great job. Oh, that's monstrous. Yeah, and I'd go into another fight and be like, all right, I'm really going to need your help here. And yes, but all Yikes. that to say. Is that yeah? Golden spatula is the yeah. That was like the the collectible for in the Battle for Bikini Bottom game, um, like Super Mario sixty four 
like have the stars and everything and so like you complete like you complete a level or a task or whatever and you get a golden spatula and mm -hmm. so yeah i knew there was a reason that 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 this episode made me think of that game and it yeah. was because of that yeah larry and tries to pull out the golden spatula but he can't do it and then a lady comes up and asks patrick a question uh and he's like uh and Spongebob just casually pulls out the golden spatula and points with it. It's that way. And yeah. she goes, and that's, holy and that's smokes! Not... <laughs> <laughs> and that's not just any old lady. That's the same old lady that didn't know where the forks were. That's right. So this lady just does not know where anything is. No. Doesn't know where the menu, the like hall of menus is. She doesn't know where the forks are. And so, yeah, we just, she's just not good with finding things. She and knows it's not supposed to happen, but she. <laughs> and apparently she has smoked a pack of cigarettes for at least a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Like every day. She's been smoking some holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was decent. Right. I like that. <laughs> that was decent. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> so King Neptune appears. And he, it's John O'Hurley this time. It's not Jeffrey Tambor from the movie, you know. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's not yeah. fancy King Neptune. But. Yeah, that, that King Neptune really let himself go. <laughs> he, he, uh, he, his, his long flowing mane, he's losing, losing his hair. He doesn't have oh. the ripped bot oh. that he can do, you know, flexes with Larry. Yeah. I guess really let things go. And I think it was because... <laughs> Well, well, we'll get to what happens at the end. Yeah. I won't spoil it. Yeah. So he's looking for uh, who is the king here. And um, I think it turned into Solomon looking for King David. He's like, but you're a, <laughs> it, it must be Larry. Look how strong he is. Like, uh, no, no, it's not me. <laughs> make poses with me. <laughs> yeah, make poses with me. You are the one that, no, no, that wasn't me. Uh, but he tells Spongebob, you are but a lowly yellow sponge, puny, insignificant, a commoner. You... <laughs> and that is why it is funny. <laughs> oh, man. And then I love how he, he does assume, though, that Patrick is going to at least know who the fry cook is because of his, quote, prodigious girth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, the, Neptune has some great uh, dialogue. Because he, like when he goes up to Larry and he's like, you have the physique of Atlas. Yes. And Larry's just like, thanks, I work out. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Prodigious girth was great. Yeah. And then he asked Patrick for proof and Patrick whips out a picture of it. Yes. <laughs> Which yeah. I guess makes sense. He did take a picture, but it must have been on one of them cameras where you shake it and the Polaroid. <laughs> But it was photoshopped. It wasn't a real picture. That's yeah. that's that's how Neptune sees it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So Neptune, as he starts putting on some other, oh no, there's there's other qualities. Okay, this joke. <laughs> explain this joke to me, because as a kid, I thought the joke was that SpongeBob didn't understand what the word left-handed meant. He's like, I have two hands. Hmm. But this time, like I noticed, like. He, he actually has two left hands. Like they're both facing yeah. the same. Like the yeah. thumbs the same way. So I guess I was wrong about what the joke was. And now I'm not even sure what it was. <laughs> so I took that as 
SpongeBob is so because he because Neptune tries to say that the the you know the one who would pull the gold spatula out of the grease would be left-handed. He's just making you know stuff up. But SpongeBob is so perfect, like is 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 absolutely one hundred percent the 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 fry cook of mm. legend that not only does not only is he left-handed he only has left hands so he's mm. so perfect and then like with the the red underwear uh, no blue like yeah. he just he has everything mm. okay. and so, yeah. neptune despite everything neptune tries spongebob is the one he is the chosen one I, I like your uh, interpretation of that, Devin, a lot better than the conclusion I drew, um, <laughs> <laughs> which was, you know, uh, you guys are familiar with uh, the phrase for when people are dancing and people think they're not dancing very well. It's like, oh, well, he's got two left feet. Yeah. I thought it was like some kind of connection to, unfortunately, no, I've, I have two, I've got two left hands. I thought it was like some kind of overlap there but no I, I think Devin you're you're right on there oh that's really funny because I am left-handed and people will say like oh you're left-handed and that's like my go-to line is I actually have two of them but I thought that made <laughs> sense as a joke but I guess not <laughs> how long have you been doing that joke I've been left-handed my whole life and I've seen this episode <laughs> for my whole life so it's <laughs> a long time <laughs> I say it every time but uh, <laughs> you've been making this joke for 27 years and you haven't understood what was happening i yes. i think awesome. it makes i think it works as a joke that i have a left hand and a right hand but i guess not i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm so curious how have people reacted to when you say you have two left hands <laughs> well, <laughs> i'm not saying i have two left hands i say i have two hands but um, <laughs> if, if people have watched SpongeBob, they just chuckle. And if they haven't, then just blank stare. But no, I don't know. It's been a while. But <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Um, I love that. It's like, yeah, it just made me think of like a kid hearing a, a dirty joke and then going to tell it at school and thinking it's <laughs> one thing. And then all the kids think it's that thing, but then the adults are like, ooh, you don't know what that means, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like that, but wholesome, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Patrick is the best friend. I mean, to the point of stupidity here. Right? Yes, oh my gosh. <laughs> Patrick's he, amazing. He stands up for SpongeBob through thick and thin or through electrocution. <laughs> Lightning. Just getting fried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give you uh, two challenges. Two? Oh, I'm Three? It must be. It might as well be. 500 challenges. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that SpongeBob, while being grappled by Neptune, is like, mm -mm. like, nope, nope, stop, stop, stop. Like, starts waving his hands to get Patrick to stop because yeah. SpongeBob knows it's too much. Patrick keeps going. Patrick. It's like Just that it, confidence in that friend. Like it's like, yeah. okay, you think too much of me. Please stop. <laughs> please, please stop. <laughs> it makes me think of two other great Patrick moments. Like one um, in the, I think it's Mermaid Man Barnacle Boy three. I think maybe it's four because it's the one with Man Ray where they get um, like they, they get zapped 
and they're like burning ash and it's like yeah three what's the smell that just the smell of defeat oh i thought it was my skin <laughs> that and then also on the um on shanghai it was like make it five four <laughs> four three take, take it or it leave it <laughs> oh that time he just was not helpful at all but. yeah no <laughs> oh man so Neptune proposes the ultimate cook-off and SpongeBob agrees, but only if he restores Patrick, which he kind of does. Kind of. And yeah. also, this was another moment that I had to realize that I had not been viewing it correctly. I thought Patrick, I thought his eyes and mouth were just lower than before, but they were actually like on his butt. Like he was flipped around. Well, it, it switches. At, initially it's on his butt, but then later on it's on his front. Yeah, it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like there are some like times where it seems like it's on the front side. Either that or Patrick just like pull, has his arms backwards and Maybe. is like jumping with SpongeBob. I think so. I think he's bent over backwards, jumping up and. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was definitely like, in, at least initially, it was on his butt. And I thought it was great because Patrick oftentimes talks out of his butt, you know, just talk out of his behind because, you know, he doesn't, he thinks he knows more than he does. Yeah. And perhaps at that moment, SpongeBob actually might have been thinking, you are a total butt face for getting me into this mess. <laughs> butthead. <laughs> Who are you calling butthead? <laughs> you call him pinhead. <laughs> Oh man, we get another shot of Tom Kenny showering, which seems to be a recurring theme here. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was showering in suds, and now he's showering again here. Behold! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Do you think that was planned separately? Like they had those two episodes written out, and they're like, "All right, we need Tom to shower," or they had it all in one shower session. And it's like, "All right, so I need you to shower for this episode." And then we'll keep, we'll cut, and then we'll have you shower for this episode. I don't know. Suds was only a few episodes ago, so it's possible. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I guess they just keep having that idea. I don't know. <laughs> Tom Kenny, he is, he is a legend. Yeah. We know that. That's true. <laughs> so they go to the Poseidon. Uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, initially, the contest is first one to a thousand patties wins, and so they shake hands, and Neptune just shocks SpongeBob and <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Maybe my favorite line in the episode: "Don't worry, lad, I have total confidence in you." Bet it all on Neptune. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Neptune's cooking with swordfish, just cutting everything up, and uh, SpongeBob is over there putting little faces on the ketchup faces on the pickles and then he tucks them in with cheese and he reads them a bedtime story <laughs> yeah like Neptune's just flying through it and I was I started thinking because going into the scene I remembered how it went I was like okay Neptune has his magic and he makes all thousand he makes all 1000 Krabby Patties just like that and Spongebob mm -hmm. can only manage one and I thought where is the SpongeBob that was filling up the restaurant Ooh. with Krabby Patties because the anchovies? But then, and what, in, um, and an employee of the month, him and Squidward do that. Yeah, like we know SpongeBob can crank out some Krabby Patties. But what dawned on me is the fact 
that they give SpongeBob nothing. Yeah, he starts a campfire. He has to, he doesn't even get a grill. <laughs> yeah. And Neptune's like like he has like 15 <laughs> grills. He's got all of this and SpongeBob has nothing. Yeah. I mean, but no. he does he does have the pep talk from Patrick where Patrick slips this little nice line in. <laughs> Just look at me now. Yep. You always that. have your head in the clouds, but just look at me now. So coming off of that, I mean, I don't know if SpongeBob really needs anything else. Yeah. yeah. It's a brilliant line because his head is, I mean, well, his face is no longer in the clouds, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so SpongeBob loses. But then Neptune makes the mistake of having people actually eat. <laughs> and that's where uh things started going south so <laughs> they're they're chanting at him eat it, eat it and he can't even manage he knows that he should not take a bite he's like okay fine i give up like <laughs> oh man but he does eat spongebob's and then spongebob wins and he's immediately like i cannot imagine life without your patties like you just ate one bite i mean my gosh that's all it takes man just one yeah. bite. I mean, if you remember uh, Squidward. I wish I could add a wink effect. Why, this is the most <laughs> horrible putrid. <laughs> we'll get to that one. But. It goes straight to your thighs, Squidward. <laughs> and that's, uh, I'll, I'll get to it. We're almost there. <laughs> almost there. Oh, man. Okay, so Neptune won't let Patrick come. And he also won't let... Um, he won't let anybody come and so spongebob's like oh mr krabs you know i'll miss you and he's like i lost me bet mm -hmm. mr krabs ain't loyal that's nah, we've established this but he is just not loyal at no. all just to money just to money these mm. crabs ain't loyal <laughs> so spongebob decides not to go and neptune's like you're gonna be a god and like it <laughs> spongebob just gets a little bit stronger and a deeper voice <laughs> I mean, I've got a better idea. And a toga. Yeah. And he does get some magic. Like he does he does some power. He does know? have some lightning powers to make it yeah. make the scene change. He can make the scene change. Yeah. And so Sponge God was was pretty powerful. Sponge yeah. God. He was just just as short as before, but but swole. Swole, but still short. Yeah. How many times have we seen swole SpongeBob? I don't know. There was anchor arms and <laughs> There's the um, Fry Cook games. There's his yeah. dream. La, 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 la. <laughs> wow, that would change everything. <laughs> and then he addresses Neptune at the Krusty Krab who's cooking patties and is about to shock them. He's like, what did I tell you? Trainee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect patties are made with love. Not magic. Not magic. <laughs> yeah so my theory neptune started you know we started going bald getting out of shape because of the krabby patties he fell in love with them because of this competition learned how to make them probably taught his servants how to make them too or something but he just started eating a whole bunch of krabby patties and so mm. by the time he gets his crown stolen by plankton, he is bald and out of shape. 
Mm. Mm. It might be. It might be. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's just getting older. He he had a teenage Scarlett Johansson daughter, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that was Scarlett Johansson. Yes, it was indeed. Wow, was, I'm discovering that, probably, that in this moment. Yeah, that was probably like our first Scarlett Johansson performance that most of us are know about. Yeah, wow. he was performing and before then for sure, but yeah. And I realized recently how young she was at that time. She was only like 19 years old when the SpongeBob movie came out. Like, wow. Yeah, so she was like a child actress in that movie. That's but wild. She, they were already promoting her like she was this famous person, like Scarlett. They Johansson. were. Yeah. Like I just thought I was supposed to know her as a kid. I was like, oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally. Yeah. <laughs> I totally missed the whole like. Scarlett Johansson advertising thing. I was just like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody. Someone voiced her. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh that's Colin Jost's wife. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> the star of Tom and Jerry, the movie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh man. Okay, Will, how many? I'll do better this time than last time. I we believe in you. <laughs> That was not my favorite uh, one I've ever done. But, um, <laughs> what was it again? It was so many untied shoes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. How many? Um, how many starfish with eyes on their butt and/or? <laughs> out of five. Is this episode? I'll give this episode a, a four point two five. Ooh, to the hundreds. The hundreds place, nice. Oh, oh. <laughs> a good old yeah, order of a star. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's got, like, really great moments. Um, but I, I, one of the things that I love so much about SpongeBob and the whole show is the range of characters mm-hmm. that it involves and it evolves into. Um, and this, this episode in particular, while it has like really great funny moments, I, I feel like it misses out on like a lot of those really quality characters, um, Mm. that could bring a lot more substance to it. Yeah. No Squidward, no Pat, uh, Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Krabs still gets to shine and (laughs) so does Patrick, but yeah. Yeah. Sandy, um. Sandy's not going to be in the next several episodes, I noticed. She's, but um, well, that's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, but but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I really liked that statement. Is that's that's one of those moments on this podcast where I'm like, oh yeah, we do talk about actual deep things when it comes to the show, and not just laugh yeah. at all the jokes <laughs> and make other references to other episodes. Nah. <laughs> 99% just laughing and making other references. 1%, 1% a little bit of psychoanalysis. 99% <laughs> hot gas. Like, That's our podcast. That should be our slogan. 1% evil, 99% hot gas. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'll change our Twitter bio. Uh, That's oh, amazing. Boy. All right, Devin, how many different colors of underwear would you give this episode? I'm gonna give it 3.5. 
Three. Give it three and a half. Might as well make it 500. <laughs> that was great. Just for that, I'm going to give it a 3.55. I'm going to hundreds <laughs> place as well. Welcome. You have saved this episode's rating. Uh, <laughs> 3.55. But yeah, I think yeah, I think it was a good episode. I think it was a I think it was a little bit better obviously by the rating, a little bit better than the the prank one, not to say that that one was bad or anything. I like the introduction of this this new uh, unique character and going to a different place. We get mm-hmm. to see this, I mean, this museum that's just an old stove, which is a, just a great visual gag. There was a lot of visual gags in that museum that I, I really liked. Well, Jep, I thought you were going to be like, well, it's all the time we have. <laughs> <laughs> so we could, I mean, the the one that I was surprised that neither one of you went with was how many golden spatulas. Yeah, it was too I, obvious. Yeah. So I respecting that, I'm going to go with something off the beaten path. Jeff, how many prodigious girths out of... <laughs> this episode i think we we missed another quote about patrick's weight when spongebob says he's only in for the challenge if um patrick is restored and neptune goes ah yes the round one yeah (laughs) 3.9 3.85 slightly higher than fools in april i think yeah uh yeah good episode It, it feels like an you know these two both feel like season one, like very early SpongeBob. And yeah. yeah, before it, like like iconic, but before they really hit their stride in right. two and three. Yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. Funny, but not just like hysterical, but uh, a good episode. Yeah, definitely entertaining. Patrick, Patrick's good in this one. For sure. Next week, we got Hooky, which is a great episode. And, oh, yeah. And Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 2. Uh, I think that's the one where he abuses the conch privileges. Yes. And Jeff, uh, what is so special about these uh, episodes? What's 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 so special? About it will it? be our season finale. Season finale of, of both SpongeBob and Barnacles. And then we'll be back for season two uh, shortly afterwards. We, I'll make more announcements on the differences between our seasons one and two next week, but uh, we've been working on a few different ideas but yeah very exciting yeah it was exciting all good things all good things uh thanks for being on yeah this was a really great time thank you guys for inviting me this is you know reliving some of the best 30 minute segments of my childhood wow so (laughs) (laughs) if uh if you guys ever want to uh bring me back on i'd be more than happy to jump back in yeah absolutely <laughs> i think it's just one time that's it i'm sorry oh wow okay that's fair i respect I, your opinion devin thank you i'm deciding <laughs> this now <laughs> oh well this is where you got to be like it might as well be 500 times <laughs> is this is this where i should as- practice my assertiveness yeah <laughs> not, not insertiveness. In- <laughs> i'm sorry Oh, yeah. No, 
Willis, look, look at Will's face. He's so sad. He, he must be impressed. <laughs> yeah, well, this is where you say that, you know, one is better than a thousand bad ones, you know, one good one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, if only I was so wise to make use of brilliant quotes like that. <laughs> That's what we are. We're wise, Devin. We're... <laughs> we are, indeed. <laughs> Barnacles with Jep and Devin is a production of Jep and Devin. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at BarnaclesJND. Send us a voice message on Anchor. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And remember, with imagination, you can be anything you want.